Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Something a little bit different today. The other day I went on the Run It Podcast, a couple of champion fellas there, and their podcast, it's a little bit out of the ordinary. They do like a trivia sort of game show style podcast surrounding Rugby League. Essentially, uh, we talked about who were the best sidesteppers in Rugby League ever. We talked about who was the who, who's the, the best Keanu Reeves character from any movie that could walk straight into an NRL team. Which NRL team would he be in? What position? position would he play is really good then we finished off with some quick fire questions as well sort of being serious sort of taking the piss trying to win over the judges at the same time I did this one via zoom uh, so I could see the guys that were talking and see the judges talking and stuff so hopefully it comes across for you guys via the audio if you tune in and you get used to the characters I'm sure it'll make sense but a good little giggle something a little bit different this morning really enjoyed my time with the boys uh, they are doing something different with their podcast as I said I think it's really exciting a cool way to go about things. So if you'd like to follow them, uh, run.it underscore the dot podcast on Instagram. Run it, the podcast it's called. So go and check it out. This was my feature with the boys having a good little giggle. The guru might even come up with a little dub here just quietly. Enjoy. Yeah, what's up? It's Grayson, and it's uh, round eight of Run It, the podcast. Uh, we're back to Run It Straight again for another big episode. Uh, this week, we have a special guest, a uh, big fan of his work. Can't wait to see how he goes. Uh, and we've got here Nathan, a.k.a. the Rugby League Guru. Brother, what's up? Not much, mate. On debut. I'm a little bit nervous, just quietly. I've been sizing up the competition. It's looking fierce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I uh, heard you're, uh, you've got a bit of a rip down in the lower grades for uh, running your mouth and uh, talking back, but a kangaroo caught here. So uh, you reckon it'll come through good for uh, this first grade debut? All sizzle, no steak, mate. That's what I do best. <laughs> That's what we're all about here. So, uh, no, absolutely honoured that you uh, came here and uh, gave up your time to jump on the body, brother. So thank you. Um, we're on debut again. Uh, we've got another one of the boys here. Uh, 18th man with the late call-up due to one of the boys pulling out. Uh, Hayden Crowley, a.k.a. 
king of one of Mad Mondays, Russ. <laughs> doing? Man, why'd you have to paint me with that brush? Uh, Man, I'm really, I'm really good. Thanks, thanks for having me. I Appreciate thought that was you. Well, you're most famous for, but no, nah, all good. Um, Surely you've been called worse than that. Of, <laughs> in terms of uh, what you liked more about footy, did you like Mad Mondays better or uh, talking smack to the opposition? Mondays. Mad, Mad Mondays. Mondays. Yeah, go sports more than one day. Yeah, well, only get 80 minutes when you talk short. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either way, it's going to go good for uh, this game here. And uh, coming back again, we've got the veteran, Emo, a.k.a. Shane Tronk fan club president. Uh, you ready to take some tough carries like the man, Shane Tronk himself? Man, always ready to take a tough carry, but my last few visits haven't done me too well, as in um, hasn't got me into the winner's circle, so I'm hoping I can provide a bit more here tonight. Oh, that's very Shane Tronk of you as well. So uh, now I'll go to train. Shout uh, <laughs> for jumping on again. And then uh, lastly, we'll shoot up to the bunker where we have our number one ref in the game. Uh, Kez, what's up, Ella? Yeah, what's up, boys? Pleasure to be on again. Yeah, uh, we, we missed you on the last couple, eh? One of them, we didn't have any bunker. And then there was another one where Lionel was in the bunker. And um, I quote, this is the quote we got about him in the bunker. I wasn't expecting these inconsistencies from the bunker. What's doing? <laughs> So uh, good to have you back, G. Um, what are you going to be looking for tonight? Sorry about that. I was on forced leave after a few dubious calls in the uh, one of the earlier rounds. So, but now just looking forward to seeing a few big hit ups from the boys. Uh, I've got uh, I've seen Emo's form before, so looking forward to see what he brings. And then the two boys on debut, surely they're going to try ripping. Shuffle jumping on again. Uh, so yeah, thanks for everyone for jumping on. Uh, we'll, we'll quickly explain the game again. Uh, we have three head-up questions for points where the boys will run it straight to see who's got the best answers. Uh, today, I'm looking for some good contact, maybe uh, taking it to the, to the ground, being a little bit grubby, you know, getting really in there, um, get their heads tight and uh, really control the game. Uh, after those three questions, the top runners will go through to the three quick play the ball questions where they play eyes up footy to answer some quick fire questions so we can find a winner. Uh, with that, is there any questions? That's bang. Do it. All good. Yo, let's go then. Uh, play on. Let's run it, baby. Just run your mouth. Uh, with that, we'll start on question one. Um, and he's talked about it on one of his podcasts, uh, The Guru. And he put about 20 on his page. So now I want to know who the very best is. Uh, so with that, who is the best stepper the game has ever seen? And uh, on debut, we'll start with you, Guru. Mate, uh, I've gone for Brad Fittler. As you said, I did a thing a few weeks ago. Had about 20 or 30 blokes and then got everyone to ride in theirs as well. Ended up with about 100 fucking blokes. It was ridiculous. But uh, for me, Freddie, uh, when you think about the time when he was doing it, I've a few hints of uh, who the other boys have picked. I think they're more modern guys. But Freddie, uh, the thing I love about Freddie's step is that it never changed. It was always the same. You knew it was coming, but you couldn't do fucking anything about it. Um, you know, you think back to the time when he was doing it too. It was a tough brand of footy back then, and he came in late 80s, 17, 18 years old, and just set the game alight with it. And then 15 years later, he was doing the same thing for the Roosters. I was there that day on Anzac Day where he put the left foot on Ben Hornby, just fucking left him for dead, the poor bastard. And everyone in the stadium knew what Freddie was going to do, and poor Hornby just never stood a chance. So I've gone for Freddie there, guys. That's my pick. Good answer there. Um, We'll go to you, Crowley. Crowley, who are you going with? Uh, I went Benji Marshall. He's there was uh, a lot of Polynesians that followed his footsteps post Benji. There wouldn't be any Roger. There wouldn't be any Sean Johnson if there was no Benji. Simple as that. Do so bench player, mate. Argument? 
Hey, is the opening over? Oh yeah, well, yeah. I'm assuming we're going to argue more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll so just you, keep it brief, man. No, I don't show my cards first. You know what I mean? No, I like that. Sweet. And then uh, lastly, we'll go to you, Emo. Uh, who are you going with? And I've chose the man, uh, Roger Tulvasa Shek. Um, feel like he's quite versatile when it comes to his footwork. Um, left foot, right foot. I haven't seen many blokes be able to um, like duck off down the short side and be able to make a bloke look silly with two metres on the sideline. Um, so, yeah, I'll rest my case there for now. Shout out to Roger. Sweet, let's run it, baby. Are you not? No, no, nah, nah, I, I just ripped it. No, 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 I just ripped Same with kids. Man, I was going to go with Freddie. You know, I think like Freddie come off his foot pretty hard and he usually did it like, I don't know, he's usually attacked the line. Like you can almost see it coming like he said, but I don't know, it seemed almost too readable. Whereas Benji, when he does it, he could be standing in front of someone and he could go either way. You know, whereas Freddie was sort of already going one way and change, so you know he's going to change anyway. Whereas Benji, you don't know what he's going to do. And on that, very, was very... Freddie's just a left foot? Do you have much of a right foot? Don't Didn't know. need his right foot, mate. Just needed the left. That was enough. Mate, let's see. I feel like where, where we're at, our, our blokes. There somewhere. <laughs> our blokes, man. Well, my bloke. Roger, he can he can bounce off either foot. He's got the he's got the pace behind it. Not to say Freddie was slow, but I don't think he was as as quick and has done what Roger's done. Again, different kind of errors. But um oh, like I said earlier, there would be no Roger if there was no Benji. Simple as that. Now, as of Freddie, I think you know, a little rough around the edges. Benji, very sharp, very, very sharp. Either feet too, and he wouldn't just do one. There'd be a couple back-to-back, whereas Freddie's only got the one in him. He's like a crocodile, only one death roll, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> with with Freddie, was he – oh, sorry, with um, Benji, as he got older though, he was like yeah. – he didn't really have that. I feel like Roger has carried that the whole way. He's still got, he's still yeah. got that step. Freddie, I don't know, like generally don't remember watching much of Freddie play. Um, but I feel like Rogers just carried that step and held it. Who are too yeah. polite, boys. Way too polite. You've picked Benji Marshall. He couldn't even make a starting team last year. Please. <laughs> uh, and you've gone for Roger. He's a union player that got moved to the wing for a teenager last year. Please. Give me the points Man, Freddy's now. Freddie's just a space cadet. He's got to get off the shroom. <laughs> it's too busy winning more premierships than your two, like, fellas. Get with us. He's never with the program. Someone get Freddie a program. He's off of the fairies. Non-stop. He's yeah. He's too busy uh, throwing his feet bare feet onto the grass to get some energy and all that weird yeah. shit. But I think it's a bit of a fossil thing too. You know, you're a bit older than us, a bit different era, <laughs> different game. I was tougher. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Sweet. I've Back seen more day. winters than your boys. Don't worry about that. You missed out on <laughs> Freddie, the best one. <laughs> Mate, I go for blues. Points. So, um, some pretty good arguments there. Um. Like how the boys are taking each other down as well. Um, just uh, to kind of start finishing this up, I want to hear about these like been iconic times. Um, Guru, you said the one against Hornby, uh, but if you've got another one, like an iconic step that your guy has done that probably nobody else could do, or like how it's kind of shaped yeah. them as their career, if you get what I mean, like shaped their legacy as like being one of the best steppers, if you could. Think of that, and then we'll use that as kind of our closing arguments. Well, my argument would be with Freddie that uh, you two, you know, you spoke that Benji, you know, he sort of changed the game with his step, and then guys started to follow him. That's all good and well. Roger was similar. Guys followed him. Tell me a guy that followed Freddie after. 
Is, is there anyone that was like, oh, I would argue that no one was able to emulate what Freddie was able to do. He was the only guy that was able to do it. Name me another guy that for 15 years could go off the same foot, do the same step every time, and people could handle him. I think you're at yeah, long but see, Freddie, Freddie played in an era where everyone was just stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've got front rows who are accountants these days. Like, if you if you think Freddie's coming and doing that 15 years in this area, you're going to think coming. Like, everyone's got degrees in the front row, and he was doing it when everyone was still smoking darts and drinking pies. I, I remember when he was 41 big, and he big, came big, back big and played man. in the 90s. He was still one of the best fucking players there, just quietly. But could he? Could people have not tried to reiterate Freddie's step because they thought, look, these boys, these Polynesian fellas are throwing up some good left and right that, you know, Freddie's step's a bit lame, you know. It, it doesn't not doing much for the cameras. Yeah. It's straightforward and it was work, it was effective, but I don't know if it had the same kind of the whack as Roger would on a short side and that'll continue to my point. Yeah, Roger, I've seen it in a couple of videos. Look, I can't tell you exactly who it was against, but I'm sure you've seen the highlights where he'll just bounce off that short side and just make someone look silly with like, Two meters on the sideline, scoring the corner. I believe it's against a storm, and it's young Tanamana Payer or whatever his name Tanamana, is. Tanamana, yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a Mormon or something, wasn't he? Had always had a really good mustache, really really healthy mustache. He was a statue yeah, that night. Yeah, sweet. And uh, we've got a uh, we got Emo's uh, point as well. Oh, his uh, highlight. Pro, have you got uh, one for Benji? Um. I think the obvious one, everyone sort of sees a Parramatta where he does the step-step, run a few metres and then does a, a long no-looker. But mine would probably be, um, I think it was against Parramatta where he sort of caught a bit of a poor pass, had to catch it on his hip, had to beat a defender, turned someone inside out and then decided to throw it around his back to that big, tall, blonde center for Tigers anyway. And that was against Parramatta and he scored a try and it just was, yeah, I, I can't sit here and say you'll never see that again because Sean Johnson did the exact same thing against Melbourne Storm. Um, but, yeah, that sort of stands out with me. Yeah, sweet. We'll call it there. What a, <laughs> that was a good first hit-up, boys. Fuck. Uh, I'll send it up to the bunk first, Kiz. What do you think of the boys doing uh, in this question? Yeah, very impressive first hit-up from the boys. Um, that's, that's by far the best I've seen in my short uh, career uh, in the bunker. Um, some some very good points. Um, I don't know why Emo didn't go with Shane Tronk. I thought that really would have helped. If you, um, if you Mate, you know I'm sure the big fella come off the left a couple of times. <laughs> um, the point from Guru about Freddie Fittler's uh, step never changing um, and being dangerous as it was all the way through. But I had to give the point to uh, Crowley. Um, I thought he'd come out the gates blazing. Um, the comment about... Um, <laughs> Freddie Fittler being a one-trick pony, the same as the crocodile. I love that. Um, and he got stuck into the boys early. I thought it was the best debut uh, since Manu Mo, Mo for uh, Parramatta when he got mad of the match. So Thank I gave the nod to Thank you, Paul, boys. Yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, it was real, a real good, um, real good run today. Um, like, yeah, when you were talking about uh, Freddie Fittler, and I do remember him because I'm a bit older than these guys, but I remember them. Him like just carving up, just always off their left foot. Nobody could do anything. Uh, the boys came back at you heaps as well, but I feel like you did take them down quite a bit, saying that even when um, he was playing in the nines, you know, you're still ripping up, still showing people what's up. Um, sorry, sorry, J. Cole, just on that, I will give credit where credit's due. Brett was a great player. No, nah, too steps. late, G. I know how you really <laughs> feel about him. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Guru. I just thought I'd throw a bit more salt on the wounds there. 
But uh, yeah, yeah, I just wasn't yeah, aware uh, that I was playing with two guys that are under the age of eighteen. That, that, that was a real <laughs> stinger in my argument, you know. <laughs> oh, if that had been said during the round, they might have uh, kind of told you as well. Uh, Emma, you came out good with um, saying how Tuivasa-Shek was probably the most versatile out of all of them, yep. and uh, yeah, like you kept on going back to him just working in small spaces. I remember that one you were talking about against the storm where he gets it and then literally just steps and uh, young Tonga Mapil just flies into nobody. No man's um, name. Yeah, yeah. But then I feel like there wasn't enough like of other things where Guru and Crowley were both uh, coming out just heated with heaps of uh, different information. They were taking each other down. Uh, it was a bit, it was a tie for me. So uh, kids, if you're going with Crowley, I'll go with you on that because you did make a few points, good uh, points on that as well. So, uh, Crowley on debut, you take the first point. Shabala. Well played. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Credit, boys. Uh, sweet. I'll just write that down. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's warmed up now. They know what they're doing. Yeah, hurry uh, up. Catch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm lonely. Uh, we'll go on to question two. Uh, with the Matrix Revelations trailer coming out recently, what Keanu Reeves movie character would make the best footy player? And we'll start with you, Crowley. Uh, driving here, I think my answer's changed. Is that okay? Is the group okay with that? Uh, if everyone's all good with it. You, can... uh, you make so the fucking original... rules as you go. What's going on here? It's chaos. <laughs> so, you know, my original choice is point break, but I think I'm going to go with John Wick briefly. Blake never stops. Reminds me a little bit of Victor Radley. Massive engine. Very quiet. No. Well, Victor's not quite off the field. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with John Wick. We'll get into it later. Sweet. Uh, Emo, we'll go with you next. Uh, who are you going with? I've went with The Matrix. Um, watched that movie numerous times. Uh, sometimes even when you don't want to, you just want to chuck on a bit of background uh, background noise. But I feel like in that movie, especially there's a few scenes where, again, the bloke, there's no situation where he doesn't think something through. I think uh, in consideration of that, be a great half he just thinks on his toes will make use of anything around him whether it be weapons da, da, da. he just makes it work and i'll uh, i'll leave it at that so and guru who are you going with mate uh, i've gone with footsteps falco from the replacements uh, i gotta tell you i was hyper confident with freddie if i lose this i'll fucking give it away um <laughs> i reckon falco has to be an absolute shit in uh, a little bit worried with these two that I had to pick a Walt Disney film to make sure they'd seen, but hopefully they have seen the replacements. Uh, Footsteps Falco from a higher state. Uh, lost the 1996 Sugar Bowl. I've done some research here. Uh, career was completely derailed, and then uh, in typical NRL fashion, he got a second chance, and uh, the underdog made the very best out of it. Uh, got some cracking quotes from that movie. Uh, winners always want the ball when the game is on the line. I actually use that in the podcast all the fucking time and no one's picked up on it yet uh, that it's from Footsteps Falco. And uh, my favourite one, pain heels, chick stick scars, glory lasts forever. I think that's fucking unreal and has got rugby league written all over it. Oh, no. I wonder why no one picks it up. <laughs> last time I seen that, something, I was at Blockbuster. Something, something uh, yeah. uh, well, was that last week or what? Let's go. I'm just going to genuinely say that I have no idea what movie that you just said. Was that made in like the 70s, Good 80s God. or so? Jeez, you started You're running a daycare that, up there, Grayson. What's going on? I'm being serious. I've never heard of that. So everything that you just said there might not be doing great for me because it's uh, I haven't done my research. I didn't have time to watch a movie from the 70s. But um, look, I'm confident when I say um, in The Matrix, man, I'm sure you've seen the, the clip where he's got the pole 
and there was just numerous, numerous people coming after him, and he's just making them all look silly, making use of his environment, thinking on his toes. You say? Me? Oh, I said John Wick. I think the point with Matrix, I'm gonna, I think it's the elephant in the room. Like that's not actually him. He's plugged into a machine, man. He's asleep. It's still him. <laughs> He's asleep. You think John Wick bloke having John a Wick? fucking nap, you moron? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's his dream, man. Do you think John Wick is actually John Wick? Man, John Wick's rolling the shoulder over, man, with a horse down the middle of New York, man. He's killing it. Man, your bloke's asleep. He's having a nap. Yeah, still killing it, though. <laughs> Seriously, man. And your fossilized video, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's doing? Seriously, VCRs. Wow. But John man, Wick, man, he's having a sook because what his dog died. Don't you like dogs? <laughs> I love dogs. Oh well, no, man, I'm, man, I'm, you got a job to do. No, if I got a dog, man, someone puts a fucking bull on it's game over. <laughs> game over, man. Don't matter who you are. Even if your family too, so watch out. <laughs> <laughs> man, not only is your Keanu Reeves asleep, I just I can't picture him in a locker room to fucking save himself. I couldn't think of anyone worse to have a beer with he's after. He's too busy a game. putting blokes to sleep. Yeah. Look, I'm, we're meant to be pumping our people up, but I can probably put my hand up and say, if John Wick was to be in my footy team, I'm probably not inviting him around for drinks because I don't think he'd offer much. <laughs> He's like that quiet country white dude who would do anything on the field, but probably won't come over beer with the boys because he's got, oh, no, i got to help the old boy put some more fucking it, cow, fucking food out or something. He'd you know probably I mean? only be good for a blue. Yeah, like that's it. He's not good on the piss. So like that's my only fault with John Wick, but I'm, like, I'm okay with that. I'd, yeah, I look, I don't have much to bark at you, girl. I'll be honest. Mate, I'm know. telling you, book yourself Sunday afternoon when, you, when you're all wigged out from Saturday night. Sit down and watch the replacements. You'll <laughs> yeah, love dude. it, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah I probably won't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add it to the list. Yeah, I'll probably put John Wick on anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, sweet. We'll, um, we'll, be, we'll find another closing argument for this one. Um, <coughs> tell me we, what team your character would play for, what position he'd be, and then... Um, Tell me why he'd be good in that team, like how he'd add to it, the dynamic of that team, like on the field. Uh, we'll start with you, Crow. I'm going to say put him in the Dragons cause, because the other team's got a ball-playing lock. And I think John Wick would get a bit, through a bit of work. You know, quiet dude, rough as guts, just doesn't get knocked down. Just look, look after the middle third, brother. You know, nothing pretty. Um, but again, it won't say much. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't offer much. You Johnny, you there? Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, go left. Okay. <laughs> That's all you get. But like, you'll just bang on with the best, you know. I don't know something about. No, nah, yeah, sweet. Uh, Emo, what's uh, what's Neo doing? Man, I'd probably say uh, West Tigers where they're at right now. Brooksy, man, he needs a bit of a. He needs to take a load off. I feel like he's sec- he's best at second banana. So throw um throw, throw him in at seven. Let Brooksy play six. Um, just. Again, thinking on his toes, he'll just steer the ship and let Brooksy kind of come out of his shell a bit. Sweet. And uh, Guru, who's uh, Balco playing for? Mate, I couldn't pick a better team for a guy to go to uh, that, that's asleep just quietly than the West Tigers. That was an unreal <laughs> little matchup. Um, for me, I'm going to – who do you go for, Grayson? Who do you go for? Uh, go for like the Warriors or the Broncos. Mate, if he went to the Warriors, Falco would absolutely <laughs> shit. No, nah, I'll tell you where I'd send him. I'd send him to Canterbury. Uh, I think they're lacking a seven at the moment. I think he would be the leader that they need. So I'd send him up to Canterbury with Phil Gould, mate. Yeah. If you, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Uncle yeah. Gus. Okay. With Gus. Yeah, sweet. We'll call it there. Um, yeah, I like, I like this question. Eh? There's a few different answers. Um, I'm going to just put it out there right now. Emma, you were knocked out quick. As soon as Crowley said that he was asleep and that the real, the real 
character for that guy is plugged in. Um, yeah, you didn't you didn't come back enough. Um, you did have you did have a few good other points, um, but the boys took you down. That he'd be a bad locker room guy because he's so weird. Yeah. Uh, Fury took you down on the West Tigers. That was like, the nail in the coffin. Was, you yeah. were done after the West Tigers, I thought. Yeah. So man, they um, need something. Fuck, yeah. Need something. Um, I think I feel like he didn't use enough about him as well because you know he like controls stuff in the matrix. So like, man, feels yeah, like he you always it. attack me on here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was between Crowley and Guru for me, and uh, Guru came out with uh, why uh, Falco would be a good half because he's already played comeback story underdog. You know, um, league loves that. He had the he had the Canterbury seven and with full gold. And I feel like uh, that was really good because in the movie, he Falco has a full good and um, whatever the coach's name is played by Gene Hackman or something. Yeah. Like, so, you know, like, I feel like that was Have good. Have you seen the movie? Good. Yeah, yeah. I've oh, seen well, it. that helps. Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like 40 as well. <laughs> you got no life as well. Good to hear you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I started this podcast. <laughs> but then, and then Crowley, uh, you changed to John Work. You said he had a massive engine. But then you're also taking your guy down a lot, saying that he wouldn't be good in the locker room. Uh, I feel like you missed you must have been seeing him playing for the dogs because he loves dogs so much. Um, so I'm leaning towards the guru in this one. Kiz, uh, what, what do you see from the bunker? Yeah, I think I have to agree with you there, Grace, and give the nod to the guru. Um, it was a close close round, as you mentioned. I thought Emo he, he was out early on. Um, <laughs> But it was closely contested between Crowley and Guru. But um, the call around and, and one of the better calls I've heard on this podcast was that um, Neo going to the Tigers' um, suits because he'd be asleep. Um, <laughs> I think I enjoyed you losing more than me winning just quietly, mate. That was great. <laughs> Thanks, pal. But um, <laughs> that was a great call, and I thought the quotes early on really helped. Um, I did. I did like a couple of um, things with Crowley. Noted that. Um, Neo is, is asleep and he's not he's not the real person so that was a good call but yeah I did give the nod to Guru yeah sweet um, yeah I feel like you got knocked out again because you didn't even say Neo's name on, when you were saying it you just said the Matrix and you kept on saying the Matrix look I'm going to be honest I didn't know his name <laughs> I've seen him a thousand yeah, times thought, forgot that he was actually, asleep too that's what I was thinking as well right? um, he's getting complacent so yeah. after his first round win yeah. Getting too comfortable. Welcome to the party, brother. Fucking welcome to the West <laughs> Tigers. Bad time or something. Join me. I'm getting lonely. Yeah, so uh, finish strong, man. So sweet. Um, yeah, Guru, you get that point. Nice, fella. Um, sweet. We got Guru on one. Crowley, you're on one. And Emo, you're donuts. You're donuts, but you know you have you have done comebacks before, so you know I'm not counting you out just yet. We was that a sexual joke? Comeback. <laughs> nah, man. Oh, if it was for you, it would have been a, a joke like that because I've seen <coughs> it. But, uh, man, you can, you can, you can fella, tell a few John Dorries on here about you, man. So, quite, quite uh, sweet. Uh, we'll go on to question three now. And with the summer racing carnival in full swing at the moment, what would you name a racing horse after anything to do with rugby league? And because you need the point, uh, we'll start with you. I've went with uh, off-season misconduct. Um, kind of explains itself, but I'll go a bit into it. Um, see if you're at the you're at the trots, you're watching you're watching the horses, and you see the name off season misconduct. I feel like uh, generally the people that are betting on races, bit of scallywags, um, kind of the name would resonate with them. Um, kind of rest my rest my case there for now. The people's That's horse. Sweet. 
<laughs> Sweet, Gary, we'll go to uh, you for your choice. Mate, I've gone for sweet or soured. Now, a bit of a John Dory behind this one. Do you boys have a... Uh, you guys are up in Queensland, aren't you? Do you guys have trackside in your pubs? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like the uh, electronic horses and shit? You guys have those? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's oh, like yeah, a game, yeah, yeah. essentially, right? So when few years ago i was uh i was scrolling through facebook and this trackside page appeared and they were, they were having a competition to name a horse this exact fucking situation name a horse after an nrl player uh so i commented sweet and sour and i actually won the fucking thing so they actually put the horse into the game oh and they God. said to me it'll be running between seven o'clock and seven fifteen on saturday night right so i gathered all my mates we all went up to the pub we're waiting for this thing to appear the way that it works is there's a race every three minutes so the way that I read the text was that it would race in one of the five races, either 7, 703, 706, 709, 12, 15, right? So anyway, 7 o'clock comes, and there's Sweet and Sour. It appears it's at about $30. It's at long odds. So we all fucking invest a mozza in it. Runs like a busted asshole. It was terrible. Nothing doing. We're like, oh, fuck it. That was a good night. Whatever. And it appears in the 703 race. Turns out that it was in the next five races in a row. So we all did our ass on the first one. I rushed to the ATM, miss out on the second race and think, fuck, if this thing wins and I'm not on it, I'm going to fucking kill someone. It came second, thank God. Then the next race, I had $400 on it. It was at $13 and it won the third fucking race. Wow. Unbelievable. Hell. One hell of a night. <laughs> See, there's 30 seconds I won't get back. <laughs> oh. Crowley, with that, uh, what's your choice? You can save it off your sex life later, brother. <laughs> uh, boys, I went with, um, you know, manifestation is important when it comes to success. I said in the group chat today, you're going to be successful, you're going to manifest what you want to be successful about. Therefore, I chose Philly Philly win win. A big gambler, nor I will be, but, you know, if your name says win win, fucking obvious what you're going to do <laughs> simple as that let's run it baby I'm going to bang first and say man Fui Fui Moi Moi had no pace I'm not putting anything on that Fui Fui Win Win never fucking won anything either just quietly and why would you choose Jamie Seward <laughs> he was one of the shittest halves I've ever seen lace up boots and had the worst like rig ever. Like, there was something about him. I just always cringed and just always wondered how he got that far. Always wondered. And I still to this day, oh, yeah, I don't understand it. I don't. I don't. I take that story, huh? Dog story, huh? Dog story, you, 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 <laughs> what was that? Dog story, you said. What's that? He's an underdog, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. So Jamie Seward is not an underdog. He's just a dog. <laughs> He's gross as. <laughs> He's, but, he's super gross. He's like that last, probably third last muffin in the container that's shit, and you skip it and get the last two. That's him. Guru, let me ask you a question. If you're going to Macca's, you got a few nuggets on the way. Well, you're at KFC, bounced out. What sauce are you getting? At, at Macca's or KFC? Either or, wherever you're getting your nuggets from. Uh, Macca's, you got to go sweet and sour. No question there. Sweet and sour. It seemed like you, uh, you hesitated a little bit there. You sure you're not getting barbecue? I, I was going to say, I'd get barbecue at KFC, but sweet and sour oh, at McDonald's wow, I see is a little no crack, crack in the shield here. <laughs> yeah, you look like a bloke who drowns everything in barbecue sauce, by the way. <laughs> smoky barbecue, strictly smoky, smoky barbecue, barbecue only. We don't want that normal yeah. shit. You're a dude. You're a dude who'll spend $11 on a bottle of sauce, you know, and then buy the shittest toilet paper on the planet. It just doesn't work out. You know, it's so funny. I love it. Sauce with a side <laughs> of steak. I forgot who you 
Uh, but yeah, foy, foy, moi, moi, man. Um, I don't know if that's who I'd be chucking on the front of the horse. If I seen that on the um, yeah, sports bet, whatever you're betting on, I'm not putting anything on it. I'm probably not even chucking in for a play. Let's be honest. Man, misconduct. I like it. Yeah, I actually like it too. I haven't got a bad. Yeah, yeah, it's strong. <laughs> and also, I, I feel like I didn't really need to dive into that because look, every off season there's there's a bit going on. Yeah, and the boys love a bit of misconduct, you know. And all the scallywags are there sitting there going. Shit, yeah, I'm getting on this. Who'd Regardless, who did that off? Oh, you, oh, you didn't off copy anyone? What the oh, horse the name? name? Fuck no! I just wanted to make sure. I had the I had the off season. I just didn't know what I was putting behind it. Misconduct, man. It just fucking fitted in perfectly. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. So, um, that's not really the aim of the game. You guys just agreeing with us. That's about to say to finish. <laughs> we'll just uh, tell me what your horse like. What kind of horse would it be? Like, would it be black? Like, would it be? Uh, white horse or whatever um, and then tell me like what the jockey would wear and then how people would like you know ride at home in the last 100 metres when it's coming in you know um, coming in the last 100 metres for the race uh, so Emo we'll start with you alright my bloke would be wearing some short ripped denims no top <laughs> no shoes last 100 metres obviously he's paying 61s he comes through finishes the race he has two just absolute nobodies in the crowd throw him two stubbies. No, not t- stubbies, sorry, tins. And he stone coals them over the top of his head <laughs> and pours all over himself and he celebrates that way. Wow. Geez, that's strong. That's a strong <laughs> Welcome, man. It's good to have you. Last yeah. 20 minutes been doing nothing. Yeah, sweet. Apparently, uh, because you've got a bit to say, what's for you for you, win-win? Look, guys, I'm not a big gambler, so I'll just sort of a bit of poke in the dark here, but um, I don't think the colour of the horse matters. That. That's not an important thing, is it? Is it no, important? You can oh, tell well, you don't gamble. Red's normally faster. It's 2021, man. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, the jockey's probably wearing a Borat suit. <laughs> huge, huge cowboy boots with the spikes out the back and, a, and like a massive Akuba with holes in it, like gun holes. <laughs> and, and he's like riding a horse and he's got like this massive desert eagle and he's just unloading, <laughs> just going like, yee-haw, like doesn't the fuck where he ends up in the race. <laughs> And like everyone just cheered him on because he's that spud in the race that everyone just cheers on for sympathy. Yeah. So that's what's what happened there. Yeah, nice. And uh, Guru, uh, what's the uh, jockey wearing for Sweden side? Mate, uh, my, my horse, Sweet or Soured, I reckon he, w- he, he would blitz the first 40 metres in typical Jamie Soured fashion. Then he would probably eat shit past that and do it. <laughs> everything you possibly can to avoid contact. Uh, so <laughs> if he's in the clear, it's Red Rover. But outside of that, we're in a bit of Barney, I think. Uh, sweet. Uh, that was a good way to finish the round. Uh, nice. I like. I like that. I actually like all the names as well. Um, Crilly, uh, I liked. I liked the name until um, everyone started taking it down, saying Fui Fui had no pace anyway. That he never won anything. Uh, I like the manifest success thing, but uh, yeah, the the boys just took it down too much. I did like uh, your Borat suit, the gun, cowboy. You know, they would be good to see in racing a bit. I uh, might even get you to gamble if you, it was more like that, would it not? If that's your interpretation, that's yeah. fine, man. You're the <laughs> one with the whistle, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, sweet. Uh, but yeah, the boys took you down a bit. Um, and then with Emo, you didn't really have to say too much at the beginning because everyone just liked your name so much. Uh, the name resonates with everyone, just like you said. Um, the jockey's costume and the stone cold at the end, you know, I really like. But then Guru's story about why he said sweet and soured, 
Um, You're not going to believe that, are you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> how many my, how many betting stories have you heard? <laughs> and gee, that's, that's one of the worst. That's what I do. That's what I do. G. I just believe stories. Oh. Uh, so you know, the story really that was that was a good one for me. Then why why not? If it's already the name's already won a comp as well. Um, so I'm torn between Emo and uh, Guru Kiz. How did you see this one going? Yeah, once again, another outstanding round. Uh, that's um, the the focus point for me was the the celebrations. I, I like the idea of seeing a, a jockey coming down the the home straight, busting caps into the air from uh, Crowley. <laughs> that was something I wouldn't mind seeing. Um, I did love Guru's story about him winning uh, fifty two hundred of the best. Um, off the back of his horse that was in some uh, race I didn't quite get the how the race worked <laughs> but it sounded really good um, I'm not much of a betting man either myself yeah, um, I did I did have to give the nod to Emo um, firstly the off-season misconduct just the name it sounds good that's something I think I'd see and want to put money on um, the outstanding kit with the cut-off <laughs> denims and the celebration with the stone-cold beers over the head at the end um, that's something I'd love to see. So that's why I gave him the nod. Yes, sweet. Emma got the nod from me as well. So Emma, with the comeback, I said, don't count him out. Nice, G, you got the point. That's my first ever point. Oh, oh, finally. I literally think that's the first ever point I've got. And shout out to points. Right, the, uh, the, the Stone Cold Steve Austin, that was the chef's kiss on the end of yeah, a very good round. Yeah. Thank you. Is that actually your first point? On Legitimately, on the- this is the first time I ever got a point. Oh. So it's good to be here. The needy, eh? Finally off the needy. Shit, yeah. I might just do one for free. <laughs> Sweet. Um, normally, we just go through to the next round with the top ones, but because everyone's tired, because what do you reckon? Just take everyone through to the next round? Yeah, surely. Yeah, let's go then. So uh, we're up to the quick play of the balls now where there's uh, quick fire questions, 30 seconds. Oh, I'll ask a question. Um, the first person to get their answer out will get their answer, second person, etc. Um You'll then each get 30 seconds to say uh, why your answer is the best. And after we go around, you'll get another 15 seconds to either go on with your answer or just see other people's um, answers. And we'll keep going until we have a winner. Um, does everyone kind of get the rules for that? We'll pick it up. Along yeah, let's roll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sweet. So, quick fire, quick play ball, man. Yeah, just eyes up footy, boys, you know. Uh, so you can't copy each, the same answer. And um, yeah, so first in pretty much gets it. So, so how do we know, like, you just call say out. our name? Hey. No, no, just call out. Okay. Just call out your answer. What, excuse me? Put your hand up. <laughs> hey, dude. Well, if you play like that, then, you know, you might be the last answer. But yeah, that's sweet. Um, uh, sweet, we'll go with, oh, hold on, I better get a timer out. Boys. Guys reading the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get his little edge on. Don't need any fucking edge that I can get. Read up, brother. <laughs> Sweet. So with the first question, we'll go uh, Brandon Smith has just released another set of budgie smugglers. Hayden. Uh, what other NRL player would you like to see make and model their own budgie smugglers? Andrew Johns. Uh, sweet. Crowley Josh Kerr. Andrew Johns. Andrew Johns, man. The eighth. The eighth, man. Get off of the skateboard. He's already more naughty on there. He's already got it. Get him getting locked up in London. Gary, Gary did you call one out yet? Uh, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Mark Nichols. Wow. Big cue ball. Booze. Couple on the Mark Nichols hanging in front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet. So you'll get 30 seconds to say why your answer is the best, Crowley, because you answered first. Who? Um, so who did Emo have? 
Josh Kerr. Uh, M- M- M.O. Head, Josh Kerr. From the Dragons. Don't tell me you don't know Josh Kerr. And Guru Head, um, Mark Nichols from the Rabbitohs. You blokes old enough to remember him or what? Hee hee. Hee hee hee. Nah, sweet. Uh, Crowley, your 30 seconds starts when you start. Um, Andrew Johns, obviously an eighth immortal, you know, loses the clown's pocket. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows he can play footy. Everyone knows he can bend and back up and play footy. You know, I, I think he's just, he's a surfer. He's, he's the person you want to sort of try and shadow your lifestyle uh, off, like off, but you can't because it's Andrew, like it's Andrew Johns. Like he's the best at it ever. That done. Sweet, that's you. Uh, sweet, we'll stop it there. That's time. Emma, you got Josh Kerr. Why is Josh Kerr? Man, back to the, uh, if you've watched previous podcasts, the uh, Tom Dvojevic's piece uh, rhetoric. Um, I've heard uh, on the grapevine that Josh Kerr has a monster piece on him. Um, <laughs> if you're making budgies, um, you need a bloke modeling for you that's got a piece. Um, you're better running on three legs than two. Uh, so I'll fucking leave my story there. I haven't got a call yet, then. <laughs> 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 I'm going to grab a rash walking in here, man. Sore. That's sweet. And uh, Goo, who have you, uh, why's your answer the best? Uh, I would go Marky Nichols. I just think he's the mo- one of the more just bang average sort of blokes in this competition. I think he could look like just, you know, you, you always said the old man taking his kids down to the beach and the old budget smugglers from 20 years ago. I just think Mark Nichols, he would look spot on in them. He'd fit into a crowd in them. Uh, I imagine it's a pretty average dad bod. He's a battler himself. Uh, and he's got a bit of personality too. I feel like he'd, uh, he'd wear him with pride next to the blokes, showing off all the good bodies. So I'll be going Mark Nichols for mine. I reckon that's your weakest answer Sweet. today. It's definitely uh, my weakest that's... answer. I was pretty rattled when you went, Joey. <laughs> that's time there. Uh, Crowley, you got 15 seconds to just see how the boys are going with yours. Uh, your time starts when you start. Eight or more. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Nothing to say. Other than that, what else to say? He's eight the model. Have you seen his piece? <laughs> man, throw some socks in there or something, man. Stay, <laughs> stay out of fucking cold water. <laughs> Time. So, Emma, you got your 15 seconds when you start. Uh, look, I've seen Joey. Obviously, he can play footy, but I've never seen him in a pair of budgies once. Uh, Mark Nichols, he looks like the kind of bloke you see wearing a pair of budgies down with it, like your, your Kmart stock standard one. So, I don't know if he'd even look. He wouldn't even know what a budgie Time. smuggler is. Yeah, see, he's, he's sort of gone too hard at us, so you didn't worry about Joshy with the big slug. <laughs> I would have just stayed on that for 15. No, it don't matter. <laughs> Sweet. And Guru, your final 15 seconds starts when you start. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually just going to heavily back uh, Joey Johns here. I think it's a really good pick. Uh, he's on he's on zero points at the moment. So I know I can't win this because mine was a fucking Barry Crocker. So uh, I'd be giving the points to Joey here, boys. Sweet. Uh, that's time now. Oh, the knock on there by the Guru. Uh, Kiz, I was actually leaning towards Guru because I like the sell of you know, just a dad bod, an average guy. Fuck that hurts. Smugglers. But then, you know, he knocked the ball on, so and he said somebody else. I thought um, I was still sitting in the barrier, to be honest with you. <laughs> Man, were you listening to the same thing? I was? Yeah, I was. Yeah, but he actually put on like a sales pitch for why he should yeah. 
why he should sell budgies. Um, he's just a good dude. You know, yeah. Crowell came with uh, Andrew Johns. He's saying he's an ape, that people want to get around him. Um, he was going more that kind of sales pitch. And then Emo had uh, Josh Kerr just saying that he'd look good in them pretty much. Um, Fill him out. But he also, <laughs> he also um, took down, took down um, Crowley saying that he's never seen Andrew Johns in a in budgies before uh kids how did you see the how did you see that i just gave it to emo, emo straight off the bat with the monster piece and it's better <laughs> run on three legs than two <laughs> caught my attention straight away so it was a game set match after that one sorry there's like an unwritten rule when like you know bike's got a big slug there's a bit of extra respect there <laughs> you know, like, Jesus bloke's packing a big bit of media so like I'll give some space <laughs> yeah, that social distancing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, bro, don't uh, we gotta respect that and I guess it would be pretty eye catching so um, yeah MO comeback city uh, you get the point there it's good to be back sweet uh, so we got MO on two uh, Crowley and Guru both on one each um Go the next quickfire one. Um, we'll yeah. just go oh, just with this one. If Emo gets this one, uh, he'll win the match because you guys won't be able to catch up. Um, I actually otherwise... had the scores mixed up in my head. Oh, I thought he was already on two. That's why I backed nah, Charlie. Nah, so... Makes sense now. Uh, yeah. I was wondering what you were doing. You're thinking of a different tally, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bed shit merchant strikes again. Good to see. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sweet. So, um, Crowley and Guru, you both need this one. And we'll go. Does everyone here watch? Uh, oh, no, NFL? No. No, no. Haven't watched this. So, which former NRL player has the best social media account? Former? Yeah. And he, sorry, what, what, what was that? Uh, what former yeah, NRL probably. player has the best social media account? If you want us to answer now, yeah. So same thing. Uh, Shandor Earl, glamour, simple as that. Crowley's got glamour. Uh, Shandor, and you two can't disagree there. Uh, I'll go oh, Kevin Gordon. Terrific. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I'm not. I'm not going to bother trying to discuss that one. Fuck. <laughs> I reckon big covering flash. Kevin Flash takes that. Emma, who are you going with? Oh. Fuck. I'll go by Ryan. Fuck. Emma's got by Ryan. Really? You should have should. Man on my toes here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Sweet. Crowley, your 30 seconds starts when you start. Man, he picked Flash Gordon. Man, have you seen his Instagram? He's yeah. a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He's just an absolute nutcase. And someone's given him, like, the authority to use a phone and a social media account. <laughs> it's not a good idea. It's not. So, no, I don't have anything to say other than that. Yeah, Jay, is that your one? Sweet. That's the old... Uh... Got up and played the ball the wrong way. You're, you're playing for the wrong team right there, G. But sweet. Uh, Guru, your time starts when you start. Mate, uh, Deep Gordon, he calls himself now. He uh, retired from the NRL, took up a whole new <laughs> approach to life, and it is weird as fuck. It's like a, it's like an acid trip if it had Instagram. It is quite an with experience. The Bollywood film. Oh, mate, it is bizarre. There's rollerblades. There's He, he would have been a good one for the uh, budgie shout as well, but... Uh, if you've seen it, I, I think this is a case of say less just quietly. I think I've already got this dub. <laughs> Sweet, that's time there. And Emo, to uh, Bo Ryanman. Uh, the question was, uh, who's got the best social media? 
all I've heard is uh, rants about how rubbish Kevin Gordon's is. Um, and Bo Ryan, he's still providing content, still a larrikin, still putting stuff out there that the fans want to watch. I feel like if I was ever following him, I've probably unfollowed him by now. I Kevin run. Gordon? Okay. No, I wouldn't unfollow my boy. I'm backing him. He's a lifter, man. Man, no. <laughs> he's gone over Channel 7 with Koshi. Man, shout time, out to Koshi. Time. So, Crowley, do you want your 50 second, 15 seconds to uh, talk no. about Sandor at all? Or? Oh, mate, he's a, he's a glamour, simple as that. You know what I mean? So, I just can't match the weirdness of Flash. So I just, I can't. <laughs> it's very, it's a very, very, you know, easy choice here. Yeah, sweet time. Uh, Guru, 15 seconds when you start. Mate, Bo Ryan hasn't put out a, a decent bit of content in about 15 years. You're fucking kidding yourself. <laughs> Give me Flash rollerblading in his uh, in his Reg Grundies down the Gold Coast any day of the week. Um, and Emma, 15 seconds. Look, you probably just explained the reason that I would have unfollowed him if I seen him in those uh, rollerblades and undies. Um, and Sandor, uh, look, he's a glamour, but um, look, that can only get you so far. I don't know about his social media profile. Um but yeah, that is time interpretation. A <laughs> uh, couple of different approaches. Uh, yeah. Crowley, you came out with the good-looking approach, and it just got um, derailed by the weird, the weirdo approach. Uh, so for me, um, so you knocked it on straight away off uh, that. So I'm going, I'm going Guru on this one, kids. What are you going with? Yeah, I'm going to back you up there, uh, Grace. I thought. Um, Crowley's hit up was one of those ones where he's been head high concussed and didn't get back up. <laughs> it was terrible form. Um, I do like Bo Ryan, but I haven't, to be honest, I don't follow any of these guys on social media. So uh, I do like Bo Ryan, but um, Can we go to I Henry just had Caranara? a quick look at Kevin Gordon's Insta while we're um, going through that. And I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at, but it looks interesting. <laughs> I think I'm going to follow him and have a look after the episode, eh? So. Yeah. Can I be honest? I bluffed my way through that whole thing. I don't even follow Bo Ryan. I just had no one to think of. So <laughs> like Guru, you're saying that he's got a he hasn't put out a good piece probably since fucking the footy show back in the day. You're probably dead right. Yeah, probably spot on. I'll tell you what, I was just having a look at uh <laughs> I want to see this thing. <laughs> I was just having was a look good? at Deep Gordon's Instagram and he's got about six thousand followers. Dare I say I reckon he's lost more since he retired just by freaking people out, eh? <laughs> Yeah. No, I followed him after he made that Aladdin on the on the, <laughs> the magic carpet. Eh? Like, oh, <laughs> and then it just got too weird for me. Eh? So I was like, <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, sweet uh, Guru with the comeback. Well, for you and uh, Emo. So suddenly I'm I'm last now. Yeah, but if you get this one, it'll go. It's funny how the world works, right? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why you didn't pick uh, Den and Kim. You're drinking his beer right now. Bro, I literally could not think. <laughs> I was on on my toes. That's why I'm losing. Clutching at straws. But now, sweet, uh, we'll go to the next quick play of the ball question. And uh, Emo or Guru, if you get this one, you win. Crowley, if you get it, you'll force a golden point. So uh, with that, we'll go. Team should sign Corey Norman. <laughs> Can I go first? Field building bears. He's been a cancer every so, time yeah, he goes yeah, to. Nah, hold up to you got Philly Bears. Uh, who do the rest of the boys have? Council Brothers. We <laughs> go. Uh, who, who, who's uh, what's uh, what, what's his name? Palmer's Clive Palmer's team. Oh, oh, Southport. Uh, South. I'll go Southport. Wee wee. 
not yet. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Uh, and you're Townsville Brothers, AG. Yeah. Sweet, Crowley, your 30 seconds starts when you start talking. I think, like, Corey Norman's a really good player, man, but he probably hasn't really reached his potential because he's been, like, he loves a party. Like, I love a party, don't get me wrong, but that's probably where he went wrong. Like, he's a really skillful footy player and he's probably got a good foot heady on his shoulders, but I think he's caught up off the field more than on the field, which has probably hindered him. But, you know, I don't think we've seen all of him. Probably see him again, I think. Or well, hopefully we do because he's a good player. That's pretty heartfelt, Reagan. <laughs> Are we going the soft, soft route? Yeah. Yeah, someone, sweet. someone put best a violin time, out. Best time there. Um, sweet. And we've got Townsville Brothers. Why should you goof to Townsville? Uh, first things first, mad cows there. Uh, just to reiterate Hayden's point, uh, I feel like he goes well off the field as he does on the field uh, at times. NRL, he's kind of uh, hasn't kind of prospered the last few years, but uh, tuck him in Townsville Brothers. He'll be steering the ship. He'll have mad cow on his hip. He'd be out every night. He'd have the Mad Cow cards. You know, you'd know all about that. So, yeah, there it is. We, uh, and Guru, why should he play for Southport when you're ready? I just think it's a good narrative. It fits in. That whole fucking saga up there has just been a shit storm. how it's unfolded. The weirdest cunts ever arriving in the same place. You got Israel Folau. You got T-Rex. One of my mates is up there, and he reckons that they haven't played a game uh, where they're not hung over yet. So I think it'd be perfect cook for Corey. I think he'd love himself sick up there on a Saturday night rolling into Sunday morning games. <laughs> and that's time. 15 seconds when you start, Crowell. Norman should go to the Belly Bears because you'll light it up. Hometown, babe, what's up? Yeah, Kieran didn't. Yeah. Okay, so now. Yeah, yeah, time. <laughs> Emma, anything to finish on? Uh, yeah, fuck. Pretty much just reiterating the same point, man. Where, where he's going to have fun off the field, he's going to kind of prosper on the field. They, as the players say, you play best when you're happy. And I don't know a bloke that's ever left Mad Cow that hasn't had a smile on his dial. Sweet time. And Guru, when you're ready. Corey, he doesn't know anything different to uh, playing for a pretty average club, getting paid massive overs. So for Clive, it just makes sense to me. <laughs> Big Clivey. Sweet. Uh, we'll stop it there then. No love for, for Corey for, to go to the NRL. Kiz. <laughs> Kiz, would you, would you pick up Corey Norman in an NRL team or over to the Super League anyway? Well, I'm a Warriors supporter, so yeah, we'll take anything we can get over there at the moment. <laughs> we just want um, to see the bloke happy. Yeah. <laughs> nah, sweet. Uh, it was, uh, even though the boys didn't pick NRL teams, they actually made some pretty good points as to why they should go to those different teams. Uh, Crowley saying that he had lighted up in the Q Cup and that it's his hometown, but I feel like uh, there wasn't enough there compared to the rest of the boys. Um I like the narrative of Southport Tigers saying that he's going to be playing with T-Rex and Izzy. They all play just hungover. Um, you know, he'll probably get paid massive money by Clive Palmer to play in a, a combat he'll, he'll dominate in for that team. But then um, the selling point for me was when Emo said, uh, you play your best footy when you're happy and he's never seen anybody leave Mad Cow not happy. He was going that he was going to have fun off the field, prosper on the field. Uh, he could be out every night because Townsville goes off. Um, yeah, so I'm leaning towards Emo. How did you see it? Yeah, I was surprised. There wasn't much love for C norms from the boys, but um, <laughs> I do consume a bit of the YKTR content and, and know that um, 
around the GC quite a bit. And so I, I thought him fitting in at the Burley Bears would be be a nice fit. It, um, it'd be the highest level of footy out of these three, uh, three teams. And I like the slogan of him um, after the game just smacking a couple of tinnies and saying, um, hometown baby, what's up? So I gave the nod to Crowley. You know what I mean there, man? Like, you all think I've got the foot on the throttle, but all of a sudden, I blow emotions out, man. Like, behind this tall, tan, terrific dude, there's there's a person in here, man. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Corey, like, love him bits. Like, seems like a pretty good bloke, but footy-wise, oh. come back then. Question's over, G. You could have said that. Yeah, sorry. Was, <laughs> yeah, time's You've already won, brother. Uh, yeah. Oh, that, that makes it hard for me because I don't... I, I'm happy to... Crowley didn't risk, but Kez, you, like, because you are kind of selling me on how you heard it. So, um, even though just do what you think, do what you think's right, brother. Let's go uh, golden point, you cowards. Come on, yeah, let's go golden <laughs> point. Then, Crowley, we are here. Crowley, you'll yeah. get that one. Thought I'll make it interesting. We back. Oh, one last question. Then, oh, it's gone right to the wire. What a fuck, yeah, yeah. I never even thought of that. Okay, so yeah, lucky you're here. I wish you weren't here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, lucky? Is he? Oh, that was my answer. <laughs> What are you talking about? Stuff him. I answered it. Shout out to the bunker. At least you didn't get Google out this time. But <laughs> <laughs> now, sweet, we'll go. Man, I didn't know who Josh Kerr was. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zoom. That's sweet. Um, last and final question. Um, one to win it all. We'll go with this one. Uh, go better in today's game. Steve Menzies, Nathan Highmarsh, or Brian Fletcher? Steve Menzies. Fletcher. Steve Menzies because he takes heat. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so Crowley, you got yep, Menzies. Steve, Steve Menzies, yeah. I guess I got the last straw, so I don't have a choice here, yeah? Yeah. Sweet, that's why. Guru got Fletcher. Shit. And Emma, you've got Highmarsh. I guess. That's a lot. Sweet. The big um, Get the clock back up. Crowley, when you're ready. Wait, who did I pick here? <laughs> Menzies. Menzies. Menzies wasn't even the most recent to retire. And he's got like the record for most NRL and Super League games combined. Surely that speaks volumes of what type of footy that bloke's played. And if I could put him back into today, I think he'd fit right in maybe into a, a very slow 5-8 back rower role. You know what I mean? Where you'd probably get targeted most of your career. Um, but I think he would probably fit in the other two, no chance. So he does that you? Yep. Sweet. We'll stop there this time. Gary, you're going uh, Brian Fletcher. Was him? I'm going to go Fletch, uh, kangaroo, champion player, premiership winner, uh, captain of the worst South Sydney team in existence. Uh, also, I think off the field, he would be your modern-day Brandon Smith. I think he'd be even fucking funny, to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, he'd be like Radley and Brandon Smith's love child. Uh, so I would definitely go uh, Fletch there, mate. Sweet. Uh, we'll stop it there, time. And Emo, why would uh, Nathan Hymash, uh go well in today's game? Look, it's simple as you want a bloke in your team that wants to win, right? What other bloke do you know that doesn't have a ring on his finger that doesn't bring it up every five minutes? Uh, today's game, you want to play it, you're playing off the bench. The bench is a big deal nowadays. Have him rolling off the bench. He's going to bring that impact. And he's always going to win that game because he's he's missing that premiership ring. He, he's fighting for something. He's never going to give up that much. He'll be quite slow, I think. I think he won't keep up. Sweet. Sorry, this time sorry, there. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. 
Crowley, yeah. uh, your 15 seconds when you start. High Marsh is slow as shit and would fall off tackles all the time. And Brian Fletcher has nine fingers because the other one's trying to run away. And so he wouldn't be able to catch a ball properly. Menzies, safe as a church. Turn up whenever you need him. Always there. These two, Muppets. Done. Drift. Sweet Guru, uh, your 15 seconds starts when you start. Hind Marsh is a perennial fucking loser. He's also in Fletcher's <laughs> shadow 24 uh, 7. As for Beaver, <laughs> Cliffy Lyons isn't playing nowadays. So uh, you can take away about 150 <laughs> of those 180 tries. Irrelevant. Whatever. Sweet, <laughs> <laughs> that's time there. And Emma, your 15 seconds. Look, Menzi's got a headgear that falls off eight times a game. Uh, and he's played, you bring up the Super League. Let's just like put that fucking nail in the coffin. Don't worry about the Super League. Again, on the uh, Fletcher's finger, I don't know if he's going to go out catching a ball. He uh, looks quite overweight. Uh, probably would still be time. struggling to make time. A- Shit. I thought you were summarizing me at Oztag, just squat. <laughs> well, can't catch a ball. Overweight, can't catch a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, sweet. Uh, MK can take a tag, though. Negative. Proceed. <laughs> sweet. Uh, for the final question, uh, the boys came out firing. Um, probably that's a hard one for me. I'll go out to you first, Kiz. Kiz, what did you think of it? Yeah, tough one to call. Um, yeah, very tough one to call, but uh, a couple of points. Um Emo noted that he thought Hindmarsh would come off the bench strong. Um, Hindmarsh, one of the slowest players I've ever seen. I don't think he'd bring a lot of impact off the bench. I didn't say fast. Um, <laughs> sorry? I said strong, not fast. Sorry, strong, yeah. Maybe. But we want someone fast coming off the bench, I think, so. Um, everyone made some good points, but to be honest, the last 15 seconds that Guru pumped out, I thought he came on pretty strong, and I, I gave him the nod with that. Um uh, the comment of best to get on the piss with for Fletcher is probably right on the money, so I gave the nod to Guru. I was actually, um, yeah, I liked I liked Emo as well because I was saying that um, Hindy needs a ring, so you know he'd just be going hard like all the time, like so. Yeah, I was kind of leaning towards there, but then I did like Guru saying uh, that you know Brian Fletcher would be the modern de- or like another Brandon Smith Radley off the field. Uh, he did take down. Crowley saying that there's no Cliffy Lions right now. Uh, Mo also took Crowley down with the Super League and saying that his headgear would fall off all the time. I can't fact check if that would be real or not these days. But um, yeah, so it was probably between Guru and Mo for me. And if you're going Guru G, I'll go Guru as well. So Guru, congratulations. Thank you, boys. Thank you. On debut. Oh, I thought you were going game. to be very hard to beat with Steve Menzies, mate. I, I, I thought you'd won it yeah. before we started. Like you've done well. Yeah, I thought there's a lot of things that uh, the boys kind of missed about the different players. Like, even with uh, Heimarsh, he was pretty fast in his day. I remember him chasing down Brian, uh, Brian Carney. Is he the winger from Great Britain? Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, he chased him down one time. I remember thinking, like, fuck, this guy's pretty fast for how big he is. From Great Britain, couldn't have been too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Brian probably had a couple of boys at lunch. <laughs> Come on. But nah, sweet. Uh, with that, Guru, you're today's champion. Uh, congrats, brother. Um, for your debut game, how did you how did you get over the nerves and come in today's game? You know, it was a bit shaky at the beginning, but you came on to win in a Golden Point thriller. Um, how did you get through the nerves and stuff? 
Yeah, I was pretty rattled early when no one had seen the replacements. Uh, that, that was my big ace card. I thought I was going to shit in there. Uh, then I went for Freddie, and then I noticed one of the judges was a Kiwi, and the other boys picked two Kiwis. So I, uh, I shit the bed early, but uh, managed to find some form at the back end. So, yeah, it was lucky uh, to get away with Fletch over Hindy there. Or, oh, I thought you were going to beat me to him for a second there. Ah, sweet. Um, just in terms of you played a bit of footy before, you've played uh, flag, have you, uh, you just mentioned. Uh, just the war of attrition, you reckon uh, being on the run at podcast is up there with those? Yeah, it's the same game. No matter what level you're at, it just gets a little bit faster. Got, got a little bit stupider <laughs> tonight, just quietly. <laughs> nah, nice, brother. Um, Shop for jumping on again. Uh, Emo coming second, unfortunately. So close to your first win. Um, how did it feel just uh, going down in Golden Point? Man, I'm not too phased to be perfectly honest. Look, Guru and Crow had both had good points all the way along. Um, I was just happy to get that. I just went around. I won one round for the first time. So look, I'm I'm only building from here. Stepping stones. Nice brother and Crowley on debut. Come from 18th man to take the game to the golden or take the game to golden point. Um, how do you think you went on your debut game? Discussing like a real topic, you know, with <laughs> mates. I think it was really good. And like I'll pump my tires up here for my first time. I think I went all right. Yeah, bro, you went you went really well. Uh, bro, you came out the gate swinging. Um, for your next match, when you come back on again, any uh, any thoughts on how you might attack things differently? I think I've just learned that you know, friends, friendly people finish last. You've got to go straight <laughs> for the jugular and keep the you know the foot on the throttle the whole time, and that's that's how you win. Obviously, mate, you know, I was a nice guy there. I tried to you know cross my t's and dot my eyes and show the halo above my head, but boys just fucking kept going. So I went, fuck. <laughs> Brother, the name of the game is to run it, baby. Yeah, so yeah, yep. It's the uh, it's the it. second best debut I've ever seen. Well done. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, nice guru. Um, shot again for coming on. Uh, you've got your own podcast and stuff. Uh, anything else you got coming up there? You want to talk about? Uh, we've got an interview tomorrow morning with Isaac John, actually talking about like Brandon Smith and this new YKTR deal. So pretty exciting there. Outside of that, just uh, getting through the off season. Looking forward to next year. So yeah, thanks for having me on, boys. I really appreciate it. It was uh, it was good fun. No, nice, G. And uh, Kiz, what did you think of today's game? I think that's probably the the best round I've seen and uh, definitely been a part of. Um, all the boys definitely had some um, good moments and and really run the ball up hard. So I think any of these um, any of these players coming into the next round or in the future, the other competitions got to you know come off some sauce. Otherwise, they're going to be in trouble. So well I'm done, boys. It was, uh, it was a pleasure. Yeah, sweet. Do you um, have any comparisons? for the boys to uh, maybe some other NRL players and stuff, how they went and how they performed? Um, no, I actually didn't get around to that this time, but I did notice that um, Emo mentioned um, Stone Cold earlier on the horse, and then I realised that looking at Crowley, he looks like a bit of a Stone Cold lookalike from this side of the <laughs> side of the zoom, so... Yeah, man, they get too <laughs> close, bro. That's nah, a good look, so... bro. It's a good look. I like it. Shut bro. Um, yeah, and then just to Crow, Emo, uh, anything coming up? Uh, Emma, you're starting your own podcast as well? Yeah, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. Um, just waiting to get this sound sorted out, got all the equipment ready to go. So, Any so, um, photography stuff coming up? Uh, not really. I've just got a few old pieces that I'm working on because, man, I, I've just been flat out with work lately. So I've just got a few like old pieces from like uh, my mate's personal training business uh, called Upgrade You. They're great if you're in Brisbane, suss them out. Um, but other than that, man, just busy, busy. Yeah, nice, G. Crowley. Nah, not too much, man. Hanging out with Chrissy, drink, drink uh, my body weight and grog and eat a mountain of 
prawns. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be me, man, laying a sun, turning brown. Yeah, nice, nice G. I uh, like that. Uh, so, yeah, just again, like to thank all the boys for coming on. Crowley for jumping on. Late Guru, again, thanks so much. Uh, I'd just like to finish by saying, um, just sending out my condolences to a mate of mine. Uh, that's why Lionel couldn't jump on today. One of our friends uh, passed away yesterday. Uh, so just like to send my love and condolences to uh, Baz's family and all of our friends and stuff. And uh, just say again, you know, if you're anyone's out there and you're struggling with anything, you know, just reach out to your mates, reach out to family. There's always somebody there to, you know, that's keen to like help you out. Um, but with that, uh, just like to say cheers, cheers to the boys. Um, love you heaps, uh, Baza. And uh, yes, shop boys for jumping on again. That was another episode of uh, Run at the Podcast. Shop boys. Appreciate it. Cheers, boys. Shot. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>